your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. You want to get in here? Looks like we're going to be talking about a mass shooting. Happened in Milwaukee today. If you haven't heard, check out wisdomnews.com. You want to call, text 608-785-7914, the Sugarloaf 4 talking text line. Uh, Happened at the Molson Coors Milwaukee campus. Uh, If you haven't heard, uh, probably about three hours ago is when police were called. Almost exactly three hours ago. The last I looked, and I've been just taking notes for the last hour. Uh, the last I looked, seven people were killed. At least seven people were killed. Including the gunman, or a gunman. I guess we're not even sure how many gunmen there were. Uh, happened at the, obviously, the not obviously, but Milwaukee campus, Molson Coors. Yeah, police called there about 2 p.m. Campus went to lockdown. Surrounding businesses and schools also went to lockdown. So it was kind of a frank, frantic moment for, for parents, I think. You know, around that 2, 3 o'clock when they probably start f- thinking about going to get their kids and maybe hearing this news, immediately want to go get their kids, right? There's a shooting at the school near where my kids are. And I think the some of those schools were on lockdown, and parents like circling the schools, waiting, waiting to uh, get their kids out. Um, yeah, so police called two eleven p.m. Eight minutes later, employees were notified by email that an active shooter was in or near the second floor stairwell of a sprawling factory of of the sprawling factory's building four. So I guess I don't know how gigantic the the company is. You know, building four, so sprawling factory. Uh, Lots of jobs there, though, so I imagine it's a pretty gigantic area. Um, About 3.30 p.m., Milwaukee Fire Commanders reported to dispatchers that multiple people were shot. That, according to uh, emergency radio, I got a lot of this news from Milwaukee Journal. Um, Firefighters and police officers were responding to the scene in their ballistic gear. Uh, somebody had told the, or Milwaukee Sentinel, I, I should say, that's where I got the info. Uh, somebody told the Sentinel that his wife, who worked in the building, had texted him and said she was locked in a room with coworkers. So, I mean, put yourself in, in the situation, right? Somebody's in uh, at your work, shooting, killing people, and, and you're just locked in a room with some coworkers, hoping that person doesn't enter that room, right? Hopefully that person never comes anywhere near where you're at. Uh, like I said, parents parents were worried trying to go get their kids from school. Some schools were let out; other schools wouldn't let the kids out. Um, so yeah, if you want to you want to call, talk six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four the Sugarloaf Four Talk and Text Line uh, comes back to uh, you know I guess guns. We can come, we got we haven't hit the gun topic in in a while, right? Like we're we're on coronavirus at this point, and and. And where, where, and what we should be doing about the coronavirus? How much money should we be giving to this or that and entity? And are our hospital staffs ready? Is the human pop is the human population is the American population ready? Is the human population ready? Uh, do do you know we as citizens know what to do about the coronavirus? 
But, oh, yeah, there's that whole gun issue that we, you know, only think about when a mass shooting happens. So we'll put the coronavirus on the back burner, right? And we'll talk about guns for how many days? Two days? Do we give it two days? I mean, this is just Milwaukee, only Wisconsin. Or will we give Milwaukee, Wisconsin it's a lot of attention and make it political because Wisconsin is one of those states that we need to win the presidency, right? So we'll make this a huge example. Democrats will go this way. Republicans go that way. We'll make it political, right? And this is an important state for the presidency, so this will be a, a big sign for what we need to do with gun legislation. And we won't talk about the coronavirus. Is that's, well, how is it going to play out? Do you guys want to wanna chime in? You want to give me, give me your theories on how this is going to play out? I mean, it would be nice to... Uh, you know, put Wisconsin on the map for something else. And uh, this is just such a weird incident, right? Like a Coors, like the Miller Coors factory in Milwaukee, a mass shooting. Like what What could possibly have been the, the cause? Like why would someone go there? Did they lose their job? Coors uh, cut a lot of jobs in Denver. I think they were ending their Denver, you know, campus or whatever you want to call it. They were bringing some of these jobs, ironically, to Milwaukee. And, you know, will that change? And, um, who knows? So, uh, so many, so many different angles you could take with this. Uh, but obviously right now we're doing thoughts and prayers, right? That's if you go to Twitter, go to any, what Congressman's Twitter, I think, uh, Ron Johnson did that just not, not re- uh, just not too long ago, uh, as did a lot of other people. So, all right, we're going to hit news. We'll be back to talk about this and, uh, Whatever you guys, if you guys want to give me some theories. All right. We'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Talking about the mass shooting that just happened in Milwaukee a couple hours ago. So news still trickling in as to who, what, where, when, why, and how. Don't really know a whole lot about it except. Maybe seven people, at least seven people have been killed, including one of the gunmen. If there were more than one, we don't even know, but I'm assuming there was just one gunman. And it uh, happened at the, what do you want to call it? I want to say Miller Coors, but now I just lost the, uh, have the Miller Coors plant or the, the giant campus over there. Uh, Molson Coors is what it's called now. So uh, if you want to get in here, give me a call, 608 608- 785-7914, the Sugarloaf Ford talk and text lines. You can also call, which is what Eric from Sparta is doing. Eric, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm a proud and unrelenting supporter of the Second Amendment, and I'm a member of the NRA. And these, uh, I think they're probably delusional fools who did this stuff. we got to screw loose. They don't support the. They do not represent the members of the NRA or any law-abiding American citizen who owns a firearm. There's you're gonna have aberrations like this, but this is nuts. Do not blame this on any race. That's the first thing you hear from all the Democrats. Because all the Democrats hate guns, you know what? And they will not stop till their dying breath. They hate guns, and uh, there's nothing wrong with firearms. These people are criminals. They're not, 
NRA members are law-abiding citizens and want their rights and I want them to keep them. Uh, that's all I got to say. I, I, could, I, I don't know if I could say it anymore. Oh. Thing. Okay. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for the call. Uh, Sandy Hook school shooting happened on December 14th, 2012. If you remember that, it's kind of the first, like, oh my. Uh, and this has been updated since February 20th, so six days ago. So since Sandy Hook, there have been 2,387 mass shootings with at least 2,700 killed and 9,900 wounded. So just to kind of put a put that in a little perspective in the you know last eight years but uh we'll go back to the phones uh caller who's this larry hey larry welcome to lacrosse talk pm you're on the air you know i, I was originally calling you because i came in towards the end of your last segment and you were talking about this mass shooting and then uh the news came on and i thought oh maybe i'll find out where this was and there was no mention of it on the news or from the, your news guy. And I'm like, well, maybe he's talking about something else. So I thought that was kind of odd. Well, it's just that but, um, he knows that I'm going to be talking about the whole show. So, I mean, he'll probably put it in the 530 newscast, but he, <laughs> it, 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 he knows what I'm talking about. So he's listening to the show. So, you know, here's the other news. But, yeah, I mean, oh. if you want to do the, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, your first caller there, I mean, I, I, I kind of, agree with what he says I, I to be honest with you I sound like he was in the sauce a little bit but maybe he wasn't but um, you know I, I have a I I have hunting rifles and firearms and concealing carry and all that kind of stuff but they've never carried mostly because you go through that class and they scare the bejeebies out of you or they try to what class is sure that you're serious oh when you go to a concealing carry class I oh, mean okay. I went to one that was eight hours long and six hours was all law you know, and then you had to pass a proficiency test, which I passed. And then, you, um, but it was the law that said, you know, you better, you know, they were saying something like a, a, a they called it a good shoot will cost you $15,000 in lawyers and a bad shoot is twenty to 30000 or greater. Yeah, or so prison, they, who knows, they, yeah. You know, and then my father always told me, he said, well, he said, if you're going to carry that, you better be prepared to use it. Otherwise you're just going to arm the bad guy. Okay. So, yeah. you, you know, it's, it's really kind of crazy in that regard, but, um, that, you know, that's all I have to say on that. I thought you'd be talking about, is it, a, is it a free for all Wednesday? <laughs> I mean, I, w- I had other stuff on the docket, but the, my, what I wanted to talk about is so far removed from, from guns and <laughs> dead people that it would be insensitive to talk about one and the other at the same time. I don't even know if I could handle uh. it. Uh, I was just wondering if you if you saw the debate last night. I I didn't I didn't watch the debate, but I you know I I, I watch a lot I read and and watch a lot of the stuff post debate because I, I I'm doing other things at that time. So uh, the, yeah. the, the debate is is a cluster F if you if you want my opinion oh, and that's what I that I I was like you I said I'm not watching this okay I'll I'll get the clips in tomorrow's news and I'm like oh my god I'm glad I didn't watch this. And I said, if you're if you're a registered Democrat, you got to be embarrassed. I mean, I don't. I mean, it's turning into what you just said that S show, and it's like, how can you take any of them seriously if this is how they go through a debate? Yeah, I don't think the uh, I don't think the questions are very good. You know, in re- in reading a lot of that stuff, and then uh, in reading, you a know, lot of, people. A lot of people were commenting on the moderators, like 
what what were they even doing? They were just kind of letting them be yeah. going crazy. I mean, I don't, it's, I, I don't, I can't, I can't say that I I recall much of this in 2016 how it went down. I remember, I mean, there were a lot of people on stage then too. So. Uh, but I, but I don't think this is how we determine who we're going to have represent uh, one party or the other. I don't think these debates are very helpful. I think uh, no. these sit down interviews. If you get somebody that's you know a respected journalist that that sits down with one of these candidates, even if they don't even have to be a respected journalist, somebody real that'll just ask them real questions and get real answers, uh, like I do on Lacrosse Talk PM. So if anyone want to come in here, <laughs> but uh, you well, get them. Well, well, yeah, I would agree. I mean, I thought. Even if they went on a on a on a vlog or or, or um, you know on a YouTube you know kind of like a Joe Rogan type program where they each gave he gave each candidate you know uh, uh, one day to explain it and then and then tell them we're going to invite you back after we fact check what you're telling us yeah you know so that sure. they, so they have to answer to what they're to what they're saying and then each que- each person gets the same questions. Um, and they get an, and they, you know, they get an even amount of time to 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 tell us what they they want, and then as they go, it progressively gets smaller and smaller and smaller. But last night was yeah, uh, and and the it. idea that the the candidates are on stage asking for the fact checkers to uh, fact check each other in real time <laughs> is is kind of funny and ironic because if only we could do that with the a certain president at the time when he's on stage oh. talking about stuff, but. Well, I would say all politicians. Yeah, and I try. To, I have I have this argument with my brother all the time. I go, they all lie. Yeah, so and so's lying more. And said I, I don't I don't care who's lying more. You know. Yeah, um, they I, all lie. I like you to know, bring I mean, sports. I like to bring sports into these. Uh, I'm always you know I grew up in sports as a journalist. I was a sports journalist. Uh, you know, like, what if we could just throw the yellow flag out during a debate and be like, no, we got an instant replay. We got to review this. We're going to take a timeout. And the, the debates then just are eight hours long, but we're going to review everything that everyone says. And, and well, maybe yeah. they get penalized. They get sent back. You go to the penalty box for two minutes for saying something so stupid or yeah, untrue. Or your, or your, mic's, your mic's turned off and you can't say anything. But <laughs> yeah. it, it's like I, I, I never saw the argument, well, Trump lies more than the rest of them. Well, maybe Trump gets caught more but they all lie yeah i mean and, trump's trump and trump's uh doing campaign rallies you know how many times so he's talking a lot so um and right, i think he's so. just winging it most of the time so <laughs> yeah but it's, it's got to be tough on, on them because i mean they got the candidate they wanted against the opponent they wanted and they still lost and now they're going through all this so i mean it's a, it's a major political embarrassment and it it's been for four years and if they keep they keep going like they're going now i i don't have hopes that it'll change well i think that you know, once so. the field cleans itself up a little bit I, I don't know if people are going to drop out until you know there's a major major you know voting when multiple states yeah. are voting at the same time i don't know how that'll work but i i, I think it cleans itself up and then when one once we get a, a, a candidate we can really grill that person on, on what you know what and how and all that jazz and and that then we'll start to figure it out right now it's just for show yeah what what first of all i hear what you're saying how are you going to pay for it that's the answer i want <laughs> how are you going to pay for it well i mean the, the rich can't the rich rich are, i mean the, the poor aren't going to pay for it and the rich find a way to not pay for it right so that's I don't well, know what you make and i know what but i know what i make and it ain't a lot so i'm in neither I, it's more than the and the former and not as much as the latter. 
Yeah. So I mean, we never I'm ask that question. We, we never ask that question when we're, you know, headed out to war with this country or that country, or we're going to send troops here. Or, I mean, how are we going to pay for anything? So I would rather pay for well, stuff that's going to benefit us rather than, you know, stuff that's quote unquote over there. But all right. Thanks for the yeah, call. I got absolutely. another caller. You bet. All yep. right. Thanks. I think that was Larry. Thanks, Larry, for calling in. Um, all right. Another call. Caller, who's this? You're on the air. This is Dave. Hey, Dave. Uh, I don't know. What what'd you want to talk about? I want to talk about how crappy these judges are up here. Oh, okay. So we're gonna we're gonna go a three topic show. All right. Um, what, yeah, I, I know I'm a little bit off topic, but I'm it's, all, it's all right. Now. So what provokes this this outrage at this very moment? I caught these guys stealing checks out of my mailbox that I put out bills. Okay. We caught them. They tried cashing the check. You know, they 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 cleaned them and then they cashed them. Come to find out, they've been going from state to state to state. The cops told me they found briefcases full of people's information and stole thousands of dollars. They got one guy. They're going to send him to Texas. The other guy, they let him go on a $1,000 signature bond after they ripped off all these people in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And they give him a $1,000 signature bond to go free. And you think he's going to show up? But you don't shovel your sidewalks up here. They're going to come and charge you a couple hundred bucks. But some guy that just committed how many felonies? Mail theft and everything and they're going to let them loose yeah i would say uh thousand dollars doesn't sound like a lot I, you know it's always tricky it, you know it's i had the uh bond. i had grinky he in have, here it, it's signature oh signature bond, bond. He didn't yeah have sure to put any money up they let them loose yeah uh yeah i don't yeah it's always a weird it's always a, i mean the, the the first thing you think is like okay they're innocent until proven guilty and then they got to figure out what their uh their standing is with you know whether or not they're i think the signature bond is is that they believe that this person will come back. Is is otherwise they wouldn't get that. This person will been, come back to their court date. They went from state to state. They got them red-handed with mm-hmm. everything in their car, making fake IDs and everything. And the judge, does Judge Levine lets them go mm-hmm. on a signature bond? Huh. <clears throat> they're going to send them out on the street. So hey, he's a drug addict, from what I was told. So now what is he going to do, rob some people to get some money so he can get the hell out of here? Or hold up a store? Yeah, who knows? I mean, I, I feel like once you're, you know, when, when someone's addicted to drugs, that yeah, they're, they're going to resort to, if they need their fix, they're probably, if, if they don't have any money, they might actually do that. They might, you know, well, resort to, to something. All my ban- I had to close my bank accounts, change everything. Now i got to get credit money, and they let this guy go. Yeah. When they caught him red-handed, ripping off thousands of people, probably from state to state. Yeah, it's it's it's. And confusing. they didn't even call the feds and let them go, or you know, to hold them. Yeah, I hear you, Dave. All right, Dave, I got to hit news here, so All I got to right. let you go. Thanks for calling in. Yep, thanks. All right, we're gonna hit Scott's comment. The news. Uh, we'll be back. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. You want to get in here? Give me a call the Sugarloaf Ford talking text line 608-785-7914. A little bit of a whirlwind of topics, and uh, which is fine. It's totally totally up to you what you, <laughs> what you want to talk about until it's up to me. Um, obviously, uh, Democratic debate happened last night. Had a caller. We kind of talked about that a little bit. If you want to call and talk about that, it's fine. Um Another person complaining about the judges giving signature bonds um, for some kind of, I guess, stealing checks, stealing mail scheme. 
multiple states and uh, started the show. Not a whole lot of updates at this point, maybe tomorrow, except for, you know, lots more thoughts and prayers. And, you know, we need gun legislation now from all the people of authority. But uh, in Milwaukee today, a, a mass shooting, uh, unnamed reports, unnamed people, I guess you want to call it that. But the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel is reporting that seven have been killed, including the gunman or a gunman. Not really pretty sure there was just a gunman. Uh, but seven killed at the Molson Coors campus in Milwaukee. Otherwise, the Miller Coors. Uh, so we could just reset that a little bit. The Milwaukee Journal Sentinel said it was one of the worst shootings in Wisconsin history. And I found a story with just, you know, I think there have been, uh, the headline says, well, uh, there, uh, not the headline, but there have been 11 mass shootings since 2004 in Wisconsin. I don't know if that includes this one, but uh, police were called at about 2 p.m. The campus went to lockdown. Uh, eight minutes after the police were called, employees were notified by email that an active shooter was on the second floor of a stairwell in Building 4. It's a giant, giant sprawling factory is what they're describing it as. Um, you know, at 3.30 p.m., fire department on, you know, over di- on dispatch, uh, firefighters and police officers responding to the scene in their ballistic gear. Uh, one guy told the Sentinel about his wife, who works in the claims department there. She had texted him, and she said she and her employees were locked in a room. So if you want to, you know, th- those are always the best, those firsthand descriptions are always the best way to to kind of relay it right like okay what well, okay well there's a guy shooting what's going on and then just picture yourself you're you're at this place you're working here what's you know somewhere in the building somebody's is shooting people uh well you're locked in a room with coworkers. that's that's how this person experienced that and i'm sure a lot of other people you know there were doing the same thing just hoping that that person didn't wander uh, to your area of the plant, right? And nearby schools and uh, businesses went into lockdown. Parents were getting reports from the schools and maybe even news reports that a shooting was happening near their, you know, at the at the Coors facility, Molson Coors facility, and, you know, their school maybe is, is pretty close to that. You know, who knows? The shooter leaves that place and heads down the road, right? So they're headed out to get their kids and, School's on lockdown, so they can't get their kids, so they're driving around the school just waiting. Uh, maybe don't even really want to be parked in front of the school. Who knows, right? There, there's a shooter somewhere. Uh, yeah, so that's where we're at with that. There's not a whole lot of updates. No idea if the, you know, the why somebody would start shooting up a brewery, essentially. Um Brewery in Colorado, the same company, right, announced it was closing a factory there and sending some of those jobs to the Milwaukee campus. So that was kind of ironic, right? Like, will they rethink that? But, um, yeah. And so, uh, the last twenty years, you know, just just to highlight some of the 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 history here, um, you know, seven killed. If that ends up being the number, based on what I'm seeing. And the notes I took, that that's the most that, that have been killed in a mass shooting in Wisconsin. Seven. 
So we've tied that number. Back in 2005, seven were killed. Four were wounded at a Living Church of God service at a hotel in Brookfield. The shooter was a 44-year-old computer technician who then killed himself. So I don't know if he's among those seven that were killed. But that would be that would be the most, you know, until today. So we're tied for the most, and, and maybe the, the seven killed today, that number changes. You know, some, some places aren't even reporting anyone was killed at this point because they don't have, you know, they're probably not in, in city. Milwaukee Journal is reporting seven. They've got people there, right? So they've probably figured it out somehow. Somebody, somebody told them. Uh, but that number could change. It, it could change just based on, you know, what happens if there are people wounded too, right? But uh, more history in 2004, someone killed six people while deer hunting in northern Wisconsin. Um, in 2007, there were two mass shootings just months apart. In June, five were killed in Delavan when a man shot his two sons, twins, his wife, her sister, a friend, and then he killed himself. And a couple of months later, six were killed when a Forest County Sheriff's deputy went on a rampage at his ex-girlfriend's apartment. Uh, and then 2012, there were two mass shootings. In August, six were killed at a temple of Wisconsin, a sick temple of Wisconsin in Oak Creek. And again, so in October, three were killed at a salon and spa in Brookfield. So two of those happened in Brookfield. Um, all right, we're going to go. Eric from Sparta is back. Go ahead. You're on the air, Eric. Yeah, about 20 or 25 years ago, there's not an engraving in Sparta here. There's a guy... Uh, it uh, shot somebody, killed his uh, supervisor, and I know who this guy was. I see. I used to see him in bars and stuff. And he's a little bit loony. He's a little bit uh, over the top, you might say. Then next thing you know, next thing you hear, and he uh, went to work and was engraving with a shotgun in his pot, in his uh, pants with a short pot uh, shotgun, and shot his boss. And they had to kill him. Mm-hmm. And they turned around and killed himself. And not and more recently in Sparta, this guy with a took a couple of people, out, drug dealers out here, take them out in the woods near cataract somewhere, blew their brains out out there. A guy and a girl, and he is a. They convicted him. And if you look at the picture in the paper of this guy, it was he. I mean, he he looks like he's a not so 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 to speak, but. Uh, Oh, God. God bless our souls, anyway. Thanks a lot, bye. All right. Thanks, Eric, for the for that. 608-785-7914. Sugarloaf 4, talk and text line if you want to chime in, if you got opinions. I, as I was saying earlier in the hour, you know, what's the, what's the next step? Obviously, details will, will come to light, and we'll start figuring out the motive of a person going to a brewery and killing a whole bunch of people. Uh, not even sure how, except that it was a shooting. I'm not even sure how the person was, what or what, I guess, what, what the person was using in, in the shooting. Um, a lot of thoughts and prayers coming out now amongst, you know, people in government. And, uh, that, you know, that always happens. <laughs> we'll, we'll thoughts and prayers it for a couple days, and then we'll, it'll go away. But I was saying, does does this, because it's a presidential election year, right? And Wisconsin's one of those states that uh, 
we've determined that will be needed to win the presidency. So will this be, will this not go away? Will this linger for a little bit longer than the two days that usually mass shootings linger? Because it's a very important to, you know, win the, win the, the voting rights here in, in Wisconsin, win those voters over with your views on, on guns and shooting and, and uh, so it won't just be thoughts and prayers. Maybe there'll be some action. Uh, back in October, Governor Tony Evers did call to action for gun violence. Uh, he called a special legislative session, right? Do you remember that? It was a he's going to call a special se- uh, special session. It's hard hard phrase to say on uh, two voting voting law or uh, gun laws, right? One one that you know everyone argues about red flag laws. The other one was background checks and. It wasn't even to pass these gun laws. It was just to debate them. Like, let's get in session and talk about why we should or shouldn't have these gun laws. And so he gave, you know, lawmakers a month. I think he announced it in October and said the session will come to be in November. And in November, one Republican came to the session, gaveled it in, gaveled it out, and they didn't talk about it at all. And he said the other 19 Republicans are behind him and we're not going to talk about gun violence. We're not going to talk about these gun rules that, you know, why wouldn't you even talk about it? So uh, maybe that comes back to haunt haunt all of us, right? Like, because we, we didn't even discuss it. Why wouldn't we discuss that stuff? Like, we could debate. That's the whole reason we have sessions, right? To debate that stuff. I think uh, a lot of the population would agree that, hey, at least we could just debate it. Um, so maybe Governor Evers will call another special session on gun violence. Though the legislature, is, if you didn't hear the news earlier, is done for the year. They're done. Two months early they got done. They, you know, We're going to punch out. And we're headed. They're a full-time legislature, but they're done two months early. <laughs> so... Uh, maybe we'll. Maybe they won't be done. Maybe they come back to Madison, guys. We've got uh, we got two months to figure this out with another mass shooting uh, this time in Wisconsin. We'll go back to the phones. Caller, who's this? You're on the air. All right, got him. So, all right, call back if you. Uh, that wasn't me. That was you. So, if you want to get in here, all right, we're gonna take a real quick break. We'll be back after this. I was. All right, welcome back to the Cross Talk PM. Just going to wrap up here a little bit. A couple minutes left in the show. Uh, just talking about the special session that Governor Evers called back in October to address gun violence in Wisconsin. This session gave lawmakers a month, right, to to decide how they wanted to to go about that and how you know compose your arguments for or against the the two rules the two laws that were going to be debated, right? And uh, in a month, a month later, Republicans called that session in, and I think a, I think they said 19 seconds, uh, they gaveled it out. And the whole thing took four minutes. Uh, they didn't discuss anything. In and out, see you later. So that's where we're at in Wisconsin with, you know, even trying to debate gun violence as today uh, allegedly seven people killed in Milwaukee at Molson Coors when a gunman, uh, we don't even know, somebody, a gunman killed seven people at this point, we, inclu, inc, including himself or somebody killed a gunman. 
don't even know if it's a guy at this point. So uh, those details will trickle out, I guess, as the uh, days pass. Please call it at 2 p.m. I'll just recap it a little bit one more, one last time. Please call it at 2 p.m. Um, employees were notified by, I always think it's funny that employees were notified by email after police were called to, uh, that there was an active shooter in the building. Like that would be an email to get right while you're at work. Oh, I got an email from, you know, whoever, I don't know. Who's the email from, uh, active shooter in the building, lock your door or, you know, get the hell out. Right. <laughs> like how crazy is that? Uh, just do, 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 do. good thing. Maybe the, a reason to have your work email on your phone and getting updates, right? That's, there's one reason other, everyone always argues that you shouldn't have, uh, you know, like be able to separate work from home and maybe don't have email where you're always being contacted, but here's a reason to have your email right on your phone. So you're getting it right away. So, you know, when there's an active shooter in the building, and, uh, you know, the email they got, I think it said active shooter was in or near a second floor stairwell in building four. Like, so if you're in building four, right, you're freaking out. I don't even know what you would do if you just run for your life, just sprint and hope or hide and back against the door and hope they don't see you in the, in the room. And hopefully you're in a room, right? It's like if you're just out and about then, or in a cubicle or something. So, uh, Go to the phones here. Joe's calling. Joe, you got like 30 seconds. Go. Get yourself a uh, concealed carry permit. That way you never have to be scared again. You will never be locked in a room waiting for the shooter. You will go down the hallway and you will take out the shooter. All right, Joe, thanks. So uh, active shooter, somebody gets an email, active shooter in the building. Get your gun out. Start walking around with your gun in hand uh, in the building and look for the shooter. Meanwhile, somebody else sees you walking around with a gun in your hand and has no idea who the actual active shooter is. Yeah, no thanks. All right, we got to go. We'll be back again. Do this again tomorrow.